Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to be nice to movies but may indeed have to slice and dice them. Each and every month there's a theme and as it's March I'm doing Mega Monster Movie March. Tonight I'm looking at Pacific Rim from 2013. No, I have never read a comic book slash graphic novels. No, I have never seen the anime, and no, I will not be doing the sequel, because that thing is fucking garbage. Even more garbage than this thing is. I saw this thing way back into 2013 in a packed IMAX cinema. And when I walked out, I never felt more meh in my life. Do I still feel the same way eight years later? It has find out. And since this is a two hour plus fucking movie, I won't be diving into facts and figures, just say what I see. Also, Hollywood, enough for this two hour plus fucking movie. If you can't tell your, your story in under two hours, don't fucking do it. Jesus, jinkies, I mean, ugh. Anyway, with its budget of between 180 and 200 million dollars, this thing pulled in 411 million. How the fuck it got a sequel is beyond me. Starring Charlie Hummonen, Idris Elba, Diego Clatton, Clattenhoff even, sorry, uh, Ringo uh, Kaikachu, I think I pronounced that, Charlie Day, Bern Gorham, and Ron Perman, written by Guillermo del Toro, del Toro even. The plot, as the war between mankind and giant beast known as Kaiju rages on, it's down to a washout pilot and a huge mech suit to train some new recruits to save the world. Can they do so, or is the world fucked? Find out here. God, that was a terrible plot, somebody for crying out loud. Anyway, who gives a shit? This movie's awful. So, after the logos, up pops a computer printout with two keywords for this movie. Kaiju, which means giant beast in Japanese, and Jaeger, which means hunter in German. So, Jaegermeister then, yay. After that, we get a voiceover from our <coughs> hero, Riley Beckett, played by Charlie Hummonen. At where the hell these giant sea monster-like creatures came from, i.e. a crack in the Pacific Ocean floor, which leads to their home world. We then see the first kaiju attack in San Francisco. Typical Godzilla stuff here. It's attacked by the Air Force, the Army, etc. etc. He continues, it took several days to take this thing down, and hundreds of thousands died in three cities as they were left to ruin. He continues, more and more monsters attacked, the world governments pulled together to build giant mech suits and tackle the kaiju. Mech suits are known as Jaegers. He explained these mech suits were too much for a single pilot, so each suit had to have at least two drivers. Uh, one for each side of the suit, i.e. the left and right hemisphere brain thing. Well, it's moving on. He continues that once the suits started taking down Kaiju, did the make merch start as toys and shoes etc. were pointed out and the bloody pilots were treated as rock stars royalty for God's sake. I mean, hmm. Typical of mankind, make profit out of a bloody disaster for fuck's sake. I mean, ugh. Once his voiceover concludes, he wakes up from his sleep to deal with a new mega threat. So excitedly, he wakes up his older brother, Yancey, played by Diego Klattenhoff. 
to deal with the Category 3 Kaiju, the biggest on record. Once suited up, they go to Gypsy Danger. That's a terrible name for a fucking mech. I'm, I'm, by the way, these mech names are ridiculous. I mean, what is it? Crimson Raider or something? Like Crimson Dawn or some crap like that? And fucking Chernobyl or something like this? It's like, what the fuck? I mean, who names these bloody things? And what the hell? These suits that these people are wearing look like fucking... Iron Man cosplay if it's for crying out loud, I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, in the control room is Ten Tendo Chow, played by Clifford Collins, or Clifton rather, Collins Jr. He keeps an eye on the stats of the mech and the human pilots, and he gets his ass chewed out by Stacker Pentacast, played by Idris Elba, because he's boasting about how he slept with a married woman, blah 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 blah, because it's typical jock shit. Okay, what is with the Batman 66 Batmobile Afterburner right in the middle of Gypsy Danger? What the fuck is that? Obvious fucking weak point right there, I mean for crying out loud. Anyway, yet more voiceover as Riley explains how the two pilots sync up their brains, as it's called a neural handshake. He then continues, the stronger the bond, the better the fight. Also, this is why most of the pilots are either married couples or siblings. And I've got to say, this is trying to be cool and all, but it's failing, because this movie is nothing but a fucking try-hard, and it indeed is laughable. God almighty, these fights drag on and on and on, and it's all the same. Giant monster attack, giant robot attacks back, yawn, destruction porn 101. Anyway, any small 10-man fishing boat in the middle of the bloody fight does a kaiju try to sink it? And why the fuck would you fish in these dangerous-ass waters, for fuck's sake? Hmm. So it's down to the Beckett brothers to save them, even though they're, they're told do not save 10 men, save the te sorry, 2 million in Alaska. Or is it Alaska? I think it's Alaska. Anyway, moving on. Cute, ridiculous fight, and I mean, oh my god, this mech suit is so fucking slow, it takes 30 seconds for it to even throw a punch, so why hasn't the casual taken out these already? They're slow, clunky, and stiff robots. It takes them a good fucking, what, five years to rip these things apart? Jesus, jinkies. Anyway, after one shot of a plasma cannon, the Cocky Brothers think they're taking it down. Nope, the monster is just pissed off as it rips off the plasma cannon, causing great pain to rally because he's a synced up to it somehow with a brain. I mean, this is ridiculous fucking design flaw right there. He then has to switch over the control ladder to his right hand because... Uh, the fuck knows. Anyway, another plasma cannon blast as it kills the kaiju, blowing up the mech suit as it does. What the fuck? Oh wait, I forgot. Yancey is yanked out of the head because apparently the kids realised the head of the robot is where the hell they're all sitting. La 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 la. How'd they do that? Who the fuck cares? This movie is bloody awful and nothing is bloody well described or how or explained how the fuck this thing happens. Anyway, the kaiju dead. An old man and his grandson are searching for, I don't know, treasure in a snow covered beach. As they find Riley barely alive as he crawls out what's left of his mech suit. And we're only 16 minutes into this 2 hour and fucking 10 minute movie. God help us all. Anywho, cut to a UN meeting as we find out the kaiju are getting smarter, evolving and taking out Jaeger's left, right and centre. 
back up to five years later. So when is this set then? Next year? 2030, 2040, 2050? When the fuck is this set? Who the hell cares? Because this fucking movie doesn't explain nothing. Anywho, it's now five years later and you want to pull funding for the mech suits and build huge coastal walls. Coastal walls, you mean? So did Trump watchers take notice then? Hmm. Pentecost wants to build one or two mega mech suits and seal the portal once and for all. Shouldn't he have done this after the fucking first attack, not fucking five years later, for crying out loud? The UN are listening, thinking they'll be safe behind the little walls. So cut to Raleigh as he's on a building site building part of one of these coastal walls. So he went from hotshot pilot to living on a breadline in five years. Ouch! As on the news, we see a Category 4 huge kaiju has smashed through the Sydney coastal wall and rips apart Sydney harbour in a matter of seconds. So much for these fucking unbreakable walls then, hmm. Also, on the news, do we see two new hotshot pilots posting about how their mech suit took out 10 kaiju. Also, it's down to bad pilots. This is why the programme has been cancelled. This pisses off Riley, who runs off into the crowd. I mean, who the fuck wrote this melodramatic crap? Jesus jinkies. Suddenly, a helicopter lands as Pentecost is on it, and he takes Riley away to train pilots? Question mark? Hmm. He offers him gypsy danger if he does. So off they go. As in the main HQ in Hong Kong Bay, does rather meet the other Giga pilots. First is his new co-pilot, Mako Mari, played by Rinko uh, Kinkachu, pronounce her fucking name. And then walks the bane of this movie, Tech Geek's Dr. Geyser, played by Charlotte Day and Gottenlieb, played by Burn Gorman. Geyser is a kaiju fanboy and Gottenlieb is up to no good, or is he? Every time I see this guy, I think hair flick from Hello Hello. Google it, folks. Anyway, these two are the painfully unfunny, quote unquote, comic relief for this piece of shit movie. Pentecost gives Ryla the tour saying there's only four mech suits left in, in the world. Also, they're no longer in the army, but they are a rebel force. He then shows off the mech suits, name of them all, but I'm going to name this because they're too geeky, and fucking, this is beyond painful. Anywho, we meet the Wei Tang triplets, Charles Lu, Lance Lu, and Mark Lu. These are unnamed, they're just named the Wei Tang triplets, because why would you name them? I mean, Louis writing, what a one. Next to me is Sasha and Alexis uh, Kaidonski, played by Robert Mallette and Heather Doverskin, I think I pronounce her name. Finally, he meets the Hogan brothers, or uh, what are they, family? Mother, uh, father and son, what the fuck they are. Herc and Chuck, played by Mark's Max Martini and Rob. Kazansky, loudmouth from the news. Pentecast tells Riley his plans to place a 1.2 megaton nuke and block the portal. Shouldn't have done this after the first attack, not fucking five and a half years later. Anyway, moving on into the geek room where the two quote unquote comic relief are. Does got a leap? Fuck it, I'm going to call him Hairflip from now on in. Warn Pentacast to expect a double kaiju attack in a matter of days. How he knows this, who the fuck knows and who the fuck cares? Which Geisler laughs off because he thinks he can link with one of the kaiju brains and talk to it to figure out what the fuck's what. Miko shows up and 
Rally is shown in an improved uh, Gypsy Danger mech suit, saying it has two core cores. Miko then shows him to his quarters and here they connect as this is a forced love story because of course it's a fucking love story. Every time there's a man and woman on screen, a fucking love story happens. At dinner hall, Herc asks Rally to sit with him and his son, although his son is a cocky son of a bitch and Rally doesn't want anything to do with him. By the way, there is no way Max Martini could be Rob Kazansky's dad. He's only 14 years older. Ridiculous. Anyway, Chuck talks down to Raleigh and cues some bullshit alpha male crap. <sighs> I swear to God, it's nothing but a dick mission contest with Crenoid. Yep, sure enough, the next day, Raleigh takes down all the male pilots with ease. So Raleigh wants to test Mako, but Pentacan says no. Until she begs him. So it's man versus woman as Mako takes on Raleigh, beating him easily. Yet Pentecost will still say no. It's backstory time as Mako tells Raleigh she can't stand up to Pentecost because she respects him because he saved her when she was a little girl and indeed raised her as his own. Henry on the news. The news reports of rights as the coastal cities are attacked because the walls are fucking shit. I mean, what the fuck, who wrote this crap? Cut to the geek room as Newt, Dr. Geisler, tries to drift with the kaiju brain. It kinda works as Newt finds out all the kaiju are connected to one huge mother alien, just like in fucking Alien, and it's all controlled. Or it's very fucking H.P. Lovecraft, that's crap. Anyway, moving the hell on. Later, Pentcast visits Mako and hands her a little girl's red shoe and tells her to get ready, she's up for the mech suit. In the mech suit's head, Miko and Riley sync up just like that, even though they're supposed to be family or indeed married, but they just go because apparently they're in love, and that's how that one works. Bollocks. So basically, she thinks he's hot and... What the fuck? He's a douchebag, so it just syncs up with that because this is bad writing to dimension. Bad writing. Anyway, her flick runs into the control room um, to tell on Newt. And cut Newt's being a babbling fucking mess as Pentecost tries to get him to talk. But he's making no sense at all until he tells Pentecost these aliens consume worlds. And then move on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. How very independence day is that? I mean, for crying out loud. Originality? Nope. He then babbles on and on and on. We are the perfect species to be taken out because we are a pollution and the Earth's now perfect for them to come back because apparently they were here at the time of the dinosaurs but they, the dinosaurs bet them somehow and they sent them back under under the water to the... Oh, who gives a fuck? This movie is just terrible. They sent in the first wave to kill the masses, i.e. the humans, and then the second wave is to take over and destroy the planets. Pentecast then tells Newt to go in yet again and get more information. However, Newt says he needs a new fresh brain. Cut to Pentecast telling all about the black market and Hannibal Chow, played by Ron Perman. He tells him he runs the black market due to him and his team's harvesting kaiju remains. He also, this is how he now funds these mech suits. He then tells Newt and Herflick not to trust him one little bit, as back in Gypsy Rose Lee, Mako gets lost in her memories, and Q yet some more fucking backstory, as we see her little girl being scared by a large lobster-like creature. Riley tries to tell her it's not real, just a memory, but she's quote-unquote chasing the rabbit, so she can't 
tell what is real and what is fake, and she almost blows up the HQ with a plasma blast. The techs and the HQ are in panic as Chuck and Tendo literally pull the plug powering down this ridiculous suit. Meanwhile, in the Hong Kong slums, Newt hunts down Hannibal Chow's market with fucking relative ease. Here he finds Hannibal Little Sweatshop as he has dozens of people working on various parts of a, of a kaiju such as the fingernail and the little parasitic bugs and the brains etc etc and, and the blood and what else they have. I mean, this is ridiculous. And here we get to look at Hannibal and all I can say is what the fuck is he wearing and what is with these shoes? Oh my god. Anyway, Newt tries to buy a brain for him and he tells him to fuck off basically. Meanwhile, back in HQ, Pentacast is fighting with the handsome boys as Chuck wants Michael thrown off the bloody well project because she's a fucking liability, rightly so. More dick measuring alpha crap as Rally and Chuck have a fist fight. I mean, just whip it out, boys. Bit of KY and some mute music, 10 minutes later, and you'll be fine. This is fucking ridiculous, this alpha macho crap. Oh my god, by the way, I love the fact that Rally isn't a jock, but a quote unquote gamer, an average person, yet he's built like a shipwreck house and can kick the arse of every alpha jock in this fucking place with ease, including the fucking uber alpha Chuck. Ridiculous. This is geek fucking worship fulfillment right here because all gamers are built like shipwreck houses can take down fucking alpha males with one punch bollocks. Anywho, Pentacast picks up the fight, then hauls Rally and Mako into his office to tell him she's off the fucking project. More of Mako's backstory, so that's three times we see Pentacast saving her in his mech suit. Padding much, get on with a fucking story. At lunch, Rally is outcasted as he beat up Chuck, who frankly the fucking deserves it because he's a little move twat and was pushing his buttons. It's so bad that him and Mako have to eat overlooking Gypsy Rose Lee. As it's getting repaired, why the fuck's getting repaired? She done fuck all damage to the thing. Here are the two, kissing makeup, and are now in love. Yawn! Why the fuck in every Hollywood movie does every strong woman have to fall in love with the male lead? It's tired and old, move the fuck on and get on with it. Ah, me, me, God almighty, this movie's awful. Meanwhile, at the portal, a category 4 Monster comes out along with another one, so that's two Category 4s, I mean, what the fuck? Pentecost sends out his team, all but Rally and Mako, who are sidelined. Why? Put them on the fucking last line of defence, you fucking idiot. Back to Newt, as he tries in vain to buy a brain. And this is a fucking joke. Hannibal is supposed to be a cutthroat fucking pirate type person, yet... He just lets them walk out of his little fucking super secret black marketplace with ease, utter bollocks, it's fucking lazy ass writing. Anyway, back to Hong Kong Bay and cue more robot and kaiju fights. The way time triplets take on the first giant lizards, not Godzilla, as I'm going to call it, but is almost beaten up, so the Russians help to kick its ass in a Fight, you can barely fucking see what's happening because A, there's too much fucking water splashing around, B, it's pissing with fucking rain, and C, it's too fucking dark to see anything. Anyway, the not kaiju fights back, sorry, the not Godzilla kaiju fights back, taking out the triplets, and then the Russians with an acid attack, so the handsome boys run in only for the father to be taken out quickly. The second kaiju, not King Kong's gonna call it, 
takes out the badly damaged Russian mech suit as the Motgazilla one takes on the Aussies. With the Russians dead, the not King Kong Kaiju hits the Aussie with an AMP blast, knocking out the mech suit. Also, it takes out the fucking HQ. So, with no choice, as three of the four mech suits are taken out, it's down to Pentacast to send out Gypsy Rose Lee. Also, due to MP Blast, every second thing in the HQ doesn't work. Except for Gypsy, which is run by two nuclear power generators. So why the fuck doesn't all the mechs have their fucking nuclear power generators in, you fucking idiots? This is just bad writing. Oh my god, and how the fuck did they get out of the fucking HQ if the place was EMP blasted and all the generators are turned off? This is just bad writing. Oh god, back in his black market HQ, Hannibal tells the useless Newt the kaiju are out for him because he was dumb enough to fucking link with one. And god, the writing is fucking beyond awful. As the Nokazawa kaiju makes for the fucking land to try to take out fucking, what's his name, Newt. In some more boring ass destruction porn. And cue yet more fights, also yet more destruction porn. And this is really just dull and repetitive shit. Meanwhile, Newt, the little waste of space that he is, runs to underground shelter, but the not Godzilla rips it open. And hold on a second here, the handsome boys are down but not out. As their mech is a sitting duck, they want to take on not King Kong. They just fire a fucking flag on at it? What the fuck? Who wrote this shit? More importantly, why the fuck was this green one? More importantly, why the fuck's it a $200 million budget for fucks? This movie's awful. Gypsy Rose Lee kicks its arse as yet more boring action as he's picked up and lobbed clean across the fucking harbour. Not to worry, Rally punches the fuck out of it until it, the not King Kong thing brains it. This crap. With a crane. Not too worried to complete this game. However, as Gypsy grabs two cargo containers and smashes the fuck out of Not King Kong. Oh my god, this is just fucking awful. Can we just go on with this thing? And my eyes have just rolled like fucking dice in Vegas. A few dozen blasts of the plasma cannon later, as Not King Kong Kaiju is dead. Now it's Not Godzilla's turn. By the way, how much does it cost to run one of these fucking mechs? How much does it cost to repair the cities? And why the fuck is there only one non-digital mech suit? Shouldn't they all have backup generators? And how wasn't the portal closed after the first attack? This is just painful and fucking bad writing. Anywho, not Godzilla ripping open the shelter. Newt is in and suddenly he realises he is fucked as the casual after him. He panics, so the... The, um... Crowd is in, gang up on him. Just kill this little fuck now already. After all, was it to see? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Just kill this fuck nugget. Not to worry, however, Gypsy Rose Lee takes on Not Godzilla as she's dragging a huge cargo ship behind it and round three fight! God, this is trying so hard to be cool and this is just fucking lame and I just don't give a fuck. These fights are all the same. Power Ranger light shit, just get on with a fucking thing already. How in the fuck has this got 40 minutes left? This should have been cut by at least 40 fucking minutes. All this destruction porn is just the same. Giant lizard attacks suit, suit attacks lizard, explosion, explosion, yawn! 
Oh, and I forgot, the lame jokes are just that lame. This is just shit and pathetic. Ugh, Jesus Christ, man. Huge fight scene, tons of destruction. Mech kills Kaiju, rinse and repeat. A boring. Well, she's wrapped this all up, shall we? Because I can't be fucked this movie anymore. Pentecast, who is dying of an unknown disease, jumps into the now repaired Aussie mech suit with the Hanson Sun. They strap on a huge nook to it and ride a kaiju into the portal and blow up, sealing it forever. Rally and Miko kiss and roll fucking credits. Fuck this shit. This is getting 1 out of 10. Avoid this thing. This is trying too hard to be cool and it's just feeling miserable. Nothing but destruction, porn and bad dialogue. This is techno babble galore. Nothing is explained and this is one-dimensional characters. I just don't give a shit. They're all alpha male arseholes or bland as toast. I mean, oh my god. Why the fuck was this screenlit? I mean, for crying out loud. Anyway, I probably just pissed off the fanboys. I don't give a fuck. This movie's awful. Come back next week as I wrap up Mega Monster Movie March with my look at Monsters. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's App Pod. Check out my other franchise podcasts such as Resident Evil, Underworld, Aliens, Predator and more. Also my solo podcast of The Thing, The Stuff, They Live and many more. A bye. And remember, I have watched these bad movies so I don't have to. Now rock'em, sock'em, this robot.